Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 110. Little Moments, or How to Give a Great Speech, by Vitaly Katzenelson of ContrarianEdge.com. And I am your host and narrator. My name is Dan, and I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Little Moments, or How to Give a Great Speech, by Vitaly Katzenelson of ContrarianEdge.com. I was supposed to give a presentation at the Guru Focus Conference in Omaha a day before Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting. I was more nervous than usual. I agreed to give this presentation because I wanted to push myself to explore a brand new topic. I wanted to zero in on the investment process. Guru Focus seemed to have the right audience for this topic. I need a looming deadline to build the pressure to unleash creativity. Two days before I was to leave for Omaha, I wrote a nine-page speech titled How to Stay Rational in an Irrational World. A day later, I created a 40-slide PowerPoint, which I was still tweaking an hour before my talk. The Guru Focus Conference was at the Doubletree Hotel in downtown Omaha. There were maybe 200 attendees in a typical hotel ballroom. A few minutes into my presentation, the lights went out. Though the lights came back a second later, my microphone and projector were dead. The speech that followed ended up being the best presentation I have probably ever given, and I have given plenty of them over the last 10 years. Charlie Tian, who runs Guru Focus, emailed me and said, quote, went through the surveys we collected from the attendees and found that you were rated one of the best speakers, end quote. I am sharing this with you not to brag, not at all. I find that little, often random moments shape the journey of our lives. Before I go further, let me tell you this little story. When I started writing for thestreet.com in 2004, my writing was dry and incredibly boring. It would make a corporate press release look like a stand-up routine. It was efficient, but it didn't have a soul. Then, a few months into my writing career, I penned a short, funny article describing my little adventure configuring TiVo. These were the very early days of artificial intelligence. The layer of TiVo phone technical support consisted of an AI that demanded, please speak in complete sentences. You may or may not know this, but I have a Russian accent. The system could not understand me. After half a dozen tries, I came up with an elegant solution. I gave the phone to my then three-year-old son, Jonah. I told him what to say, and he'd repeat in his adorable Disney accent. The TiVo system did not have a problem understanding him. That was the gist of my article. It was a very short piece. It was funny, and it was by far the most human article I had written. And yes, it exposed my frailty, which is obvious to anyone who has ever heard me speak. I have an accent. I received a few dozen emails from readers who loved the article. I can say that this little article, this little moment, had a huge impact on my life. I realized it's okay to be myself, funny, sarcastic, and even frail. In other words, I learned that when I write, I should be me. If I hadn't written that Tebow article, I might have arrived at that conclusion later, or I could have given up writing altogether before I ever arrived at it. The lights going out at my guru focus was my TiVo moment for public speaking. 
It was a gift that made me completely rethink how I give speeches. When the lights came back on and I realized that the projector and mic were out, to my amazement, my blood pressure dropped. I felt calmer than I had 10 seconds before. A weight dropped off my shoulders. Suddenly, I was not burdened with switching slides. I didn't have to follow bullet points. I could just talk, tell a story. My 40-slide presentation had been a huge distraction. Until the lights went out, the attendees weren't looking at me. They were trying to read my bullet point-packed slides. Their eye contact was with the screen, not with me. If I were to redo this presentation, it would have five slides. A hello slide, three slides in between with pictures, and a goodbye slide. That's it. I also learned, however, that writing a speech out is important. I was not going to read the speech. I couldn't have memorized it if I tried. But writing it created a logical structure for my thoughts, and even more importantly, unearthed the appropriate vocabulary. Speaking is communication in real time, where writing allows you to stop and control the clock. It affords you the luxury of carefully picking each word and gives you the freedom to rewrite ad infinitum and show it to the world when you are ready or when the deadline arrives, whichever comes first. I find when I speak on a brand new topic, a lot of my energy goes into looking for precise words, the ones that will let me communicate my thoughts clearly. Here is a thought. I, and probably most of us, are horrible at multitasking. My brain is horrible at running multiple processing threads at once. If I can minimize the need for multitasking, no slide flipping, no vocabulary searching, then I can focus the limited processing power of my brain on public storytelling. After all, that is what a speech is. I have read that your state of mind when you get on stage is completely programmable. James Altucher watches Jerry Seinfeld stand up right before he goes on stage. It programs his mood. I found that Bach's Concerto No. 1 in D minor does the trick for me. I listened to it for about 20 minutes before I stepped onto the guru-focused stage, so my blood pressure was probably already a little lower than usual to begin with. We should pay attention to little moments. They can change our lives. Thank you, TiVo, and thank you whatever caused the electricity to go out at the Double Tree in Omaha. You just listened to the post titled Little Moments or How to Give a Great Speech by Vitaly Katzenelson of ContrarianEdge.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Vitelli. He uh, typically writes posts about personal finance, so you'll often hear him being narrated over on Optimal Finance Daily. He spent the first 18 years of his life in Russia, and then his family moved to the U.S. in 1991. He received his master's degree from the University of Colorado at Denver, and then his CFA charter in 2000. Shortly after graduating, he taught at the University of Colorado, while also writing for TheStreet.com, Business Week, Barron's, and many more. 
And then in 2007, he wrote a book called Active Value Investing. And as of today, he's working on his third book called The Intellectual Investor. And he's also got a podcast by the same name. To check all of that out and to learn a lot more about Vitelli, come by contrarianedge.com. And thank you to Vitelli for letting us share his work. And that's gonna do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening and for clicking subscribe if you haven't done that already. Again, hope your week's off to a great start and I will of course be back with you tomorrow where I'll have a post from Near Aol and where your optimal life awaits.